0: In today's show, I am live on YouTube answering your questions. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore Beeble and on Instagram at LockedOnFantasyBasketball. Here we are answering your questions. We are real close here to the end of the uh, End of the NBA season. End of the fantasy season for plenty of you. If your season is actually over and you're still here in in the live mailbags, well, absolute shout out to you. Let me know in the chat if that does uh, if that does uh, apply to you. Let's talk about what you guys want to talk about. Let's answer some questions here today in the chat. What have we got? Uh, what have we got going? Who's here at the moment? I can see Rico. I can see Harsh Patel, Haziel Exposito, Mikey Kabrinsky's here. Hello to all. you. Leo, Mitch Williams. Is Kevin Porter Jr. at drop? I'm not sure of the severity of his injury playoffs end in this week. Yeah, have to drop him. He's not playing on Friday. And there's one game left this week. It's on Saturday. Highly doubt he plays. Got to go. If Brogdon can't play tonight, who should I should I drop and add Finney Smith or Hardaway? Yeah, I think you should. Um, and you're know, out of those two. I guess it depends. You're looking for more rebounding and efficiency, which is Finney Smith's style, or points and threes, which is Hardaway styles. Um, no peas. Hello, Alexander Zvynuski. Is Desmond Bain a good pickup? He's an okay stream pickup if you're looking for points and threes. I wouldn't say that he is, yeah, the, the best pickup out there, but yeah, he can be a solid enough option to provide some scoring for you. Zach Levine and Nikola Vucevic are playing today. Corey Joseph now listed as probable after being out. So I don't know. I don't know what what on earth is Detroit up to. Anyone want to explain that to me? Can anyone explain what Detroit is up to? No, they can't. Um, just seeing, Jay Sean Tate allegedly was in the health and safety protocols, missed a game, and now he's listed questionable with a left knee problem. I don't know what's going on in Houston. I don't know what's going on with so many of these injury reports. Christian Catalan lost in the semis, but I'm still following. Appreciate that, Christian. Thank you for subscribing to Basketball Monster as well. Can you stream Caruso? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely you can. Just going through all these news that that has come out here. The Rockets, DJ Wilson is out. DJ Orson's questionable. Sterling Brown is out. Danielle House is doubtful. Avery Bradley is out. Jason Tate is questionable. And Christian Wood is questionable. Kalia Linick is questionable. Jesus Christ. Kevin Porter is out. LeBron is aiming to return next week. Kyle Lowry went from not on the injury report to out today. James Harden claims he's going to come back before the end of the regular season. I have my doubts, but hey, whatever. Talk about the Pacers drama. Yeah, bjorkran has gone. Like, There's no way he is surviving this. Obviously, Goga Badadze told his assistant coach, Greg Foster, to uh, kids cover your ears. Uh, sit the fuck down after Foster had, had a go at him for missing a matchup defensively. And then, he, uh, and then he went off at him after that. Uh, Foster went off at Padadze. Um, yeah, I don't think much is going well with them. And obviously, they're in a massive downslide. Things are going to have to change in a pretty big way there. I don't think Victor Oladipo is coming back this season. Had someone asked me a question about, you know, keepers and. Um, and they talked about. Yeah, Victor Oladipo. And this is, and if you are in a dynasty league or a keeper league, I think you need to take this into consideration. They are like, oh, we have five keepers. He goes, I'm d- debating whether you know all the deepers are my wire. I'm debating whether I pick him up because we've seen we've seen what he's been able to do, we've seen how good he is this year. Just need him to come back. And yeah, my response is, have have we seen him be good this year? Because the answer to that is a clear no. And people still believe that he can be good. Uh no, I don't think he can be. Uh, so I, I wouldn't... Uh, yeah, and that, and my, that's my major point to say is if you've got him in the Dynasty League, there are people out there who think he's good and think he's going to come back good. And I don't think that's really a likely a likely thing at all. Not in the slightest. Hanzo says, why is Kalionic beat so dominant in Houston rather than in Miami? Well, more minutes for a start. That That's the easy one. More, um, More usage, larger role. Like all those things just... Look, he's always been pretty good but he's never had a consistent role. So he's got a larger role and he's got more usage in that, in that extra, those extra minutes as well. And that's, that's really what it is. Um, all right, what else have we got going on? I appreciate everyone who is still here. Again, this is the time of year, and I, I tweeted this out today, where people um, start unfollowing my Twitter account. And I'll probably drop, you know, a thousand or so over the next month. Um, people start un- unsubscribing to the YouTube channel I don't know why you just wouldn't stay subscribed and not watching the videos, but anyway. Uh, and all the views and that go down. And yeah, you know, as a individual person, I, I understand why the fantasy basketball season's over. But also as an individual person, you go, oh, really? So you're just using me for these uh, five, six months that the season's on? All right, that's fine. You'll be back. Um, but it, it's it's always, it, you look at it and everything goes up and up and up and up and up. And then you go to this part of the season and everything drops and you go, "Ah, oh, okay, just using me for my sound drops, are you? Fine. Any chance Kenyon Martin Jr. doesn't play in the back-to-back? I would be pretty surprised if he doesn't. How do I feel about Saban Lee as a stream today? Well, Cruiser Hoops, who knows what the hell's going on in Detroit? Like, honestly, there is some weird stuff going on there. So I'm going to say um, that his stream value is going to be low. Because if, as we are allegedly seeing, Corey Joseph is back, then what's Lee's role going to be? But also, then we've got the situation where Killian Hayes is questionable. So does Joseph come in and play 30 minutes? I honestly, I can't explain what, what's going on with these rotations and how these minutes are going to go. But if Corey Joseph is back to being probable, then you know, Lee's value is, is, going to, is going to fall off, surely. But again, it's just, why, why did he rest for, sorry, why did he have a sore ankle for so long, um, yet... Now he's ready to go. It was the fakest sore ankle of all time. Just do whatever you do, but, but make it consistent. Did someone in the league tap them on the shoulder and go, guys, these blokes are very, very well rested? Can you play them? Like, why bring them back now with what is it, f- six games to go? Like, is Mason Plumley still resting? I, I don't know. Does, does Dwayne Casey love Corey Joseph that much? Maybe he does. Could I go over who's playing in Detroit? Let's do that, Cruiser Hoops, because this is what we've got at the moment. Out is Hamadou Diallo, Josh Jackson, Jeremy Grant, Mason Plumley, Rodney Magruder, and Dennis Smith Jr. They are out. Corey Joseph is probable. Wayne Allington is probable. And Killian Hayes is questionable. So we've got Hayes, Frank Jackson, Sadiq Bey, Isaiah Stewart, Sekou Dumbaya, Sabin Lee, Tyler Cook, Jali Okafor, Corey Joseph, Wayne Allington, and Davida Savedas who are available for Detroit today. So that's that's where we're at with that. Would I be drafting? Now, people ask me these questions all the time. This is nothing against you, Max Andrews. I have absolutely no idea. Will I be drafting Matisse Theibull next year? Don't know. There's so much water to go under the bridge. What round will this guy be picked in? No idea. It's, it is impossible to know. It is, I don't know, misleading to say that I know. And I'm not about that. Like I can say, I think Zion will be picked in the second round next year. That doesn't mean I think he should be. It's that I think he would be, just from you know the way that things are trending. But for especially for guys like Thibault, I have no idea. Like who, what happens in Philadelphia that gets him into thirty minutes a night? Like that's that's the the question. At some point, he's going to have a a better opportunity. I don't know when it is. We're just going to have to wait and see. And then all that stuff comes. That's when sometimes people ask me, hey, can you do a mock draft in like June? And I'll say no. Like no, absolutely no way. Because what's the point of it? There's actually zero chance of doing that. What time is it? In Australia, 7.39. Will Russell Westwood be a top five pick in the draft? Joy of everything? I'll tell you what I can say, there is no chance that happens. Absolutely none. No chance at all. In a points league, perhaps. In a category league, no way. Got one ad left. I'm up 8-1. Rebounds and percentages are close. I dropped Wendell Carter for Kenyon Martin or Dwight Powell. Um, I don't know, mate. That's that, that's a tough one. Um, I don't know. Look, Wendell Carter's out, so I wouldn't be adding him for a start. Oh, sorry. You're dropping Wendell Carter uh, for, for Kenyon Martin or for Dwight Powell. Yeah, they don't really excite me that much. With four days left in the week, I'd be preserving my one ad to see what happens. Gerard Cruz, I, I am passionate about this. Something should be done with this tanking crap. Everyone should play unless they're injured, period. What do you think needs to happen to stop this tanking? I don't give a shit about it. it doesn't worry me in the slightest. Why should Mason Plumley play ahead of the guy that you're trying to develop? The Pistons are going to lose anyway if Mason Plumley plays. So why should he play? Why should Corey Joseph be in there so that dickhead Dwayne Casey can give him 30 minutes and stop the development of the younger players when they're going to lose anyway? So I, I do not care in the slightest. I don't think everyone should play unless they're injured. There are plenty of injury prevention is a massive, massive thing. We can talk and bitch about, oh, NBA compressed schedule. Look what you're doing. All these players are getting hurt. Yet if a team takes a preventative measure to stop players getting hurt, you're soft as shit. It's so charming soft, whatever that is. I don't even know what charming is. We don't have that here, but people overreact to this. Yet if a player gets injured, man, oh the injuries, they're killing us. The injuries are killing us. What are we doing with injuries? Team takes a step to reduce the injuries. What's wrong with you? You got to play every game. Back in my day, you wouldn't have been able to do that. I don't give a shit about this tanking stuff. I don't think there's anything that's actually egregiously bad here. No peas. Hello. How are you? People dropping Middleton must be overreacting right now. All right. Not necessarily. They only have one game left, the Bucks, and he didn't play in this one. So again, if you're in finals week, you've got one game left in three days. With a 50-50 chance that Middleton doesn't play, drop him. I I know he's good, but you could get four games potentially out of that roster spot when you might get actually zero out of him. It, it sounds stupid, but that's what you got to do. Um, Ty Mes- Meshes. Sorry, Ty. I absolutely screwed that name up, didn't I? Ride Hayes out for the rest of the week or use one of the last two spots to replace him with Corey? Well, obviously... Look, I have zero trust in Corey Joseph. I don't know what they're going to do with his minutes. Um, but the Hayes one is a little bit curious that now he's questionable with, with the illness. I would probably be inclined. But again, this is why I just want things to make sense because I look at it and go, Detroit, you've just been resting these blokes for weeks you know, for all this time. And now Corey Joseph's going to return. And even if he does, will he play both games of the back-to-back? Probably not. So I, I wouldn't be making that move probably. Would De'Lon Wright be must roster after Fox comes back? He would be must hold on to and see, but not necessarily must roster, but I would definitely hold him and see. Is Gary Trent a pickup now with Lowry out? We have seen Gary Trent in roles where he plays 30 plus minutes a night and he occasionally has the big ones and then occasionally a shithouse. He's not a very good player and he is a worse fantasy player. So if you desperately need some points and threes, you can take a flyer on Trent and hope that he goes off but he could just as easily have 10 points on 20% shooting with one rebound and zero assists. The problem with a guy like that who is up and down and fluky is that when the shot doesn't fall in, he's absolutely horrendous. And that's that's the problem you run into with, uh, with Gaz Trent over there. Guys... Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. Do you know that Built Bar has nine delicious flavors? I just had one this morning. I'll show you there. Just finished my cookies and cream Built Bar this morning. That's one of the flavors. Actually, that, that flavors, they've discontinued cookies and cream. You bastards. Coconut, coconut almond, cherry raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate and salted caramel. They are the flavors that are around. They throw in the limited time blokes as well. And most of these flavors have 17 grams of protein with just 130 calories and only 4 grams of sugar and 4 grams of net carbs. So when you order, get that flavor, whatever flavor you like, or get the mixed box so you get a mix of all of those flavors. Go to builtbar.com, use the promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your first order. The promo code is LOCKED15 for 15% off at builtbar.com. All right, question here from John Wall. Not, not, not the John Wall. Close championship game, 18-team points leagues. Is Jalen Brown worth the risk for Sunday? So we're talking four days away. I would assume that he plays then, yes. Do I think Kyle Lowry is a drop? Probably yes. If he's missing the game today, then probably yes. Anyone, any, any sneaker people in here? Anyone buy the Jordan Eleven light blues? I don't wear shoes like literally ever. I love sneakers. I just don't wear shoes. But I bought my partner a pair of Jordan Elevens in the uh, in the citrus orange that came out the other day, and I want to buy some of those light blue ones. But Foot locker has crashed. I can't get onto the site. Um. Jalen McDaniels or Baisley for today. I'll, I'll take McDaniels, but I, I don't feel particularly confident about it. Drop Porzingis and OG. Uh, Prianch, Prianchu. Did I get that right? Prianchu Chug. Um, I, I think, yes. Consume Blue Chew. Sure, if that's what you need to do. I'm okay, though. It's only 7.45 a.m. Probably I'm probably all right without a Blue Chew. At this. Frank Jackson or Jalen McDaniels? Our main swing categories are field goals, threes, rebounds, turnovers, and steals. Well, Frank won't get you rebounds or steals. Jalen will. Um I, I probably would take Jalen there, especially now with whatever this foolishness is with Corey Joseph returning. Baby Blue Jordan 4s. No, the baby blue Jordan elevens. Do we know what's up with Tate? Yes, he's not in health and safety protocols. He's got a sore knee and he's questionable for it. Joken Chu. In the finals we need to drop one of Jalen McDaniels. Kevin Love, Thad Young, General 8, and tomorrow since I don't have enough roster spots on Friday, Sunday. All uh I'd say it's Kevin Love probably there. Is Fox coming back this week? Maybe, not necessarily though. Josh, if you were an Avengers character, who would you be? Probably Hawkeye because I don't have any superpowers. Although I did watch a video yesterday about gene uh, gene technology and changing people's DNA. Absolutely is the beginning of a, a supervillain story With um, that looked like they were creating super soldiers here. And one bloke was injecting himself with his DNA things to grow bigger muscles. Absolute super soldier serum. I'm ready to buy some. Let's be honest. Is Bane a good three-point streamer for the week? Um, bane is a good three-point shooter. Now, obviously, something happened with Grayson Allen. I haven't. He's only been ruled out for today, so we don't know if Grayson's back on Saturday. So bane has got two more games this week. He got at least one pretty good game out of him. Um, I don't mind him as a three-point streamer, yeah. Will Kevin Porter Jr. play on Friday? No, he has ruled out already. Have I seen Star Wars Bus Bad Batch? Yes, I watched it. It was awesome. I was really, really happy with it. I thought it was very, very good. I didn't know if I had really high hopes heading into it. I didn't really have high hopes heading into it, but um, it was good. No P says, should I drop Jarrett Allen for Vuce's return from IR? Hold on to d No P. have a look at your matchup. Are you, are you in a points? I think you're in a points there, aren't you? So if Jarrett Allen's your worst player and he's performing worse than what d is in the last two, then yeah, that's something you got to consider. How many games this weekend do I expect Alinic play? So they've got two games, Friday, Saturday. I think he plays, he's going to play minimum one. I think he plays both. But I'm not certain about that. Because he is listed as questionable. What else is happening here? Caruso or Monk for the back-to-back? Uh, I, I trust Caruso a little bit more, even though his upside's lower. Any interest in seeing Space Jam? Not at, at all. Mikey, Kabrinsky, Kevin Porter is out on Friday. Is KJ Martin playing on Friday? I don't, let me have a look. I believe he is. Yeah, no reason to think he's not. The current Rockets injuries, we've got Tate, Augustine, Wood, and Olenek are all questionable. Kevin Porter, Avery Bradley, Sterling Brown, Eric Gordon, DJ Wilson, David Nwabra are all out. I think there's no, how, there's no way that Eric Gordon's coming back this year. They claim they wanted him to come back and develop chemistry with Kevin Porter. There's no way. He's surely not coming back. Is Caleb Martin going to be this good consistently? Absolutely not. I bet you don't even need to wear them in Australia. I'm sure you're talking shoes. Um, it's not—it's not as warm as you think it is here. Like, let's say today, what's the temperature today? It's not hot. Like in winter, it's, I'm going to convert this to Fahrenheit for you guys. Um, in winter, like we have days where it's fifty degrees, under fifty. Overnight, it gets down to you know, forty. It's not hot. In summer, it gets pretty warm, but it's not... It doesn't snow here, but it's not... And I am looked at as crazy by from wearing you know, open-toe shoes 365 days of the year because people, uh, people complain about how cold it is. So I am um, I'm looked at as crazy. Do I actually expect Christian Wood to play this week? I, no, I don't. Is Cole Anthony a drop since his minutes are dwindling? No, I don't believe so. He got smashed in the head last game. That's why his minutes were lower, and he was way off. Um... So I, I, I wouldn't drop him, but obviously it's not ideal. Where do you check for who is out and for everyday games? Let me put the link in for you, mate. Because we have a newsfeed that we do at Basketball Monster. Line out, man. Hello. Yeah, I didn't... Tim, 50 for winter. I know it's not cold for places where it, where it gets down to zero, but 50 is not warm. It's not hot. Do I think um, the play-in tournament is good for the NBA? Yes, Absolutely, I do. Are you going to do some making of videos in the off-season? What do you mean by that, Renan Guedes? Tell me what you mean and I'll see. Do I have plans once the season is done? Yeah, there's still going to be videos. We're going to be doing NBA draft stuff. We're going to be doing season in review, like what I got right, what I got wrong, team reviews, dynasty, future projections, that sort of thing, free agency, NBA draft, all that sort of stuff. And then we do some other fun shows that we throw and we'll do a nickname video, a sound drop video, that sort of thing. We throw in there, might do some things like house tours, skincare routines, whatever bullshit we can throw in here as well. But there'll be there'll be stuff that goes on for sure uh, on the on the channel and on the podcast. Is Brooke Lopez a drop for KJ Martin? I don't need blocks. Um, what's KJ Martin doing if you if it's not blocks? Now he, his main strength is blocks. He can score okay, but I think what you need to look at there is yes, you get the two two games versus one. So yeah, sure. Do I think RJ Hampton is legit? Yeah, I think, I think he's going to be pretty good. Someone just asked me football, question mark. What does that mean? Will Harden come back before the playoffs? He might play a game or two would be my guess. All right, the, the Raptors are tanking. Here we go. Nick Nurse says the Lowry rest decision is a conversation with himself, Bobby, Masai, and it's about getting longer evaluation looks and reps for other guys as much as anything. So tanking. And absolutely no problem with that. That is what you should be doing. If you are not making the playoffs and you've got an old player who is the face of your franchise, right? um, Who is banged up and is hurting. Why does he have to go through and play an absolute ton when you could just, let's see what Malachi can do. Let's see. I would much rather give the minutes to Malachi than Gary Trent, to be honest. So I I don't think that there's any concern with that whatsoever. How did I get into NBA as an Aussie? Well, we have basketball here and the NBA gets broadcast here and it has been for 30 plus years. I don't know. It's just it's the most popular basketball league in the world. And it's not, it's not that, it's pretty tons of, um, there's tons of Australians that watch the NBA. Cripper, well done. Do I like Farku for Friday, Saturday? I do. Will the Rockets have enough players to play? I believe so. We got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. At the moment, there's nine guys. Now, the problem is that four of those nine are questionable. So what they're probably going to have to end up doing, right, is, you know, some of these guys may not play. Linux like Wood, Tate, and Augustin, like they did last game. They just dressed Augustin, but he didn't play. And they might run with a six or seven-man rotation, Mike D'Antoni style. How long have I been doing this for? Um... 2013, is Flynn an ad for points leagues? Well, the last game that Lowry missed, he barely played. Um, He seems to be well down the pecking order just at the moment. So I, I wouldn't be rushing to grab him. Do I think Darius Garland plays again this season? I do actually, yes. I don't know when, but I do. Is Bagley must roster in a points league? Yes, in a category league, we've seen the ups and downs, right? The last three games, good game, terrible game intermediate game comment on the Donovan Mitchell situation Donovan Mitchell is currently injured there you go Brad you got to ask me a specific question mate should I drop O'Shea Brissett or Baysmore? I think you should drop O'Shea Brissett. yeah um, and just get what in what you need in rebounds steals and assists like that's not what Frank Jackson provides remotely look not even close Is that what KCP provides? He provides steals. I think you'd probably be able to find better options there. In terms of rebound, steals, and assists, Bazemore is actually a better option than Frank Jackson and KCP there. So PJ Washington's back for the Hornets today. He was out last game due to the birth of his child, apparently. There you go. Didn't know that one. Will I be active for the final? Yes. Yes, absolutely. The same schedule of things happens next week. Who has a higher chance of playing their last game, Ingram or Kevin Porter Jr.? What do you mean by their last game? Like their last game, or the, their last game in whatever situation you've got going in your fantasy league? Because last game of the season, it's probably going to be Ingram, but who knows? I would say that I would say both of them, Ingram and KPG, don't play this this week. Are the Warriors going to make the eighth seed? I would guess so. Yes. Is Lamelo Ball a top 20 draft pick next season? I don't know. i mentioned this before. Got no way of knowing that. I don't think I'd feel comfortable taking him there. Jarrett Allen, one game, Melody Wong, or two games of Jalen McDaniels. I will just take the two there. Laurel asked how many leagues I'm in. I think it was like three or four this year. I cut them all the way back. It's just, it's just and even that is too many. With what I do, like I'm recording four shows a day, I think, plus writing stuff. Like It's impossible to actually keep up with um, leagues. So I have to cut him way back. Is Roto the answer to what? What's the question? Will D. Graham see more minutes with Bridges out? He's not even playing. Uh, Graham's out, so no. You might have answered this, but do you think Kobe White will still get starters minutes with Levine back? I don't know. I'd say it's probably 50-50, because obviously before Levine went out, White was playing like 24 minutes off the bench. And I don't think the White and Levine pairing works. And I think having sataransky with Levine really did make the Bulls better. So will I think you'll get consistently 30 minutes a night? No. No, I don't. But I but I don't know that. There's been no indication. We'll find out today, I guess, but there's been no indication from Chicago. By the way, if you haven't yet, Larry Larry is a drop, Kyle Lowry. I'm convinced people don't listen. <laughs> I know I know that sounds harsh. Lionette man, you've asked this question four times and I've answered it already. How long have I been doing this for? I started in two thousand thirteen. Should I pick up Christian Wood in a points league? I think that could be a wasted pickup. He could play, right? But there is a massive risk that he doesn't. Should I drop Dragic for Frank Jackson? You probably will. Obi Toppin be better next season? He's, I, I'm I, no, I don't think so. Who is he going to start getting minutes over Julius Randle? So no, the answer is no. I don't think I didn't think he was good coming into the season. It's definitely the draft take that I got the most right, um, and he has lived right down to my expectations. Is Mike Conley a drop? Yeah. I don't think you can hold on to him. What is your largest buy-in and largest prize you have in the leagues? My leagues, I think, I don't even think they're for money, to be honest. It's just a lot of sort of fun sort of stuff because again, I don't have the... I could do this, right? And I could enter 30 leagues with huge buy-ins and make that my full-time job playing fantasy. But my full-time job is talking about it, analyzing and providing information. And what I found over the last six, seven years doing it is those two things don't mix. So I could go in leagues and I did in the past go in $100 leagues and lots of that stuff. And you just end up throwing that money away because I just don't have the time or the mental energy. Like I get up at 6.30 every morning, right? Let's just give you an idea. Into in, We've got time. We, we can talk. I get up 6.30 every day and work through most days until like 5.30, Like, it's a a long-ass day, and that's seven days a week for six months. So that by the time that I'm finished, during that that night at 5.30, 6 p.m., I don't really want to go in and adjust my lineups, try and negotiate trades with people during the day. Like, if an injury happens, my first response is to go onto Basketball Monster, make the status adjustment make adjustments to projections, then tweet it out, tell people, do stuff in terms of preparing for the show. And then I can go in and look at my leagues. But even then, like by the time I do that, something else has happened. So I go back and adjust that. And so it's not like, yeah, you know, theoretically you go, well, you're doing this all day. You should have an advantage. But my focus, and I think this is what makes my show, I'm going to say not better. That's the wrong, wrong way to Wrong way to phrase it. It's, it's what makes my my show good, or what what has made it popular, is that I put my energy into providing thoughts, information, point of view for the guys that listen and and, and follow me and subscribe and watch and all that sort of stuff. Rather than me going out there, I'm not going to tell people about this. I'm going to go make my sneaky ad myself, and I'm going to better my team so I can go out there and blow my trumpet and say, "Look at me! I finished second in this league." When in the end, that doesn't mean jack shit. I think yeah, providing information to thousands and thousands of people versus winning two leagues, is not is not comparable in my in my opinion. So that is why yeah, I really cut back all my leagues. I just did not have the time to do it. And it's like when you know interlopers jump in the stream here and they the like, what's your record? Why should we listen to you? You should listen to me because I'm talking, or you can piss right off. Like it's I don't I don't think that those two things are. Um, the things that get put together because i was to put all my time in and if and when i started out doing this before i even started really doing the you know the show and the analysis and that sort of stuff that's what i did i went into with all these leagues won them all and i thought oh i'm actually pretty good at this but you can't put those two things together because you can't put the amount of time required into winning leagues into putting out you know to winning thousands and thousands of dollars of dfs every day and doing the contests and, and sorry and doing the uh, the content that i do you cannot combine those two things together because they both require an absolute shit ton of time and I don't have that time. Nobody does. So that's that's what I do. Anyway. Sorry for uh the, the rant there, but you get these random interlopers that come in like, yeah, wash your kids cover your ears, yeah, wash fucking Aussie, washer listener, you know what you're talking about. What's your record, bro? Put your record up, take me on, one on one. Eh, Take that on. Like that's that's how I feel. Because again, I'm I'm fired up now. Against and I'm arguing against nobody who's actually here. But that's that's what I try to um. That's what I try to do. It's what I try base my my work life on and the content that I do is making everything better for everybody else rather than myself. There you go. I reckon that'll do it here. Maybe we'll, we'll give a few more minutes because I just talked for way too long there. So I'm gonna um. And I, I just actually <laughs> took off my my uh, page with the stream and the chat on this. So I'm going to bring it back up because I don't know what's actually happening now. Um, but yeah, that's that's sort of my um, ethos, I guess, with doing all of this. Alexander Zevniewski. Do I think Akongwe has value next year if the Hawks get rid of Collins? No, I don't because he won't play next to Capella. That's just a horrible pairing. He has value if he is the starting center. Collins has no impact. Maybe you get thirty-two minutes for Capella and sixteen for a Kongwu. That's it's not enough. Um who do I think will be a new first round Laurel? I've got no idea, I can't answer that. Is Faku and Seth Curry good stream for Friday, Saturday back to back points? Faku definitely. Seth, I'm a little bit up in the air about. But Faku, yeah, for sure. Is Preset a drop? I do believe that Preset is a drop, yes. I could be wrong on that, but I do believe he's a drop. Sometimes you've got to get out ahead of these things and I, I think that he is a drop, yes. Dan Gafford's minute's too volatile to add him. Who wants to talk Scott Brooks here? We're going to extend this show to talk Scott Brooks. Um, but this, this guy is infuriating, like absolutely infuriating. Every man and his dog, even the ones who are too busy focused on jerking themselves off, can see that Dan Gafford is the best center on this team. And when you when you look at the Wizards and the two games prior to last game, you go, oh, maybe Scott Brooks gets it. 20 plus minutes for Gafford. They're playing well. He's playing well. And then in this game, he plays 15 minutes. And you go, oh, he doesn't get it. And then someone asks him the question, hey, does Gafford's performance today mean he deserves more minutes? And Scott Brooks goes, yes. Like Scott, you knew that he deserved more minutes. You played him more minutes the games prior to that when he did really well in those minutes anyway, and in this one, you inexplicably benched him, and then he came on again and played well, I I don't trust that you're going to do it because the evidence has been there for weeks, and you have bumped his minutes up when he's been playing well, and you've bumped him up, and he's gone, well, he's playing so well. Have five minutes. That's what makes no sense. So I don't look at it and go, well, Scott Brooks said, yeah, he deserves some minutes because this guy talks out of his ass for an absolute living. So do I, but in a different way. So... Do I trust Dan Gafford? Uh, absolutely not. Like no no way do I trust Dan Gafford in terms of the minutes. Uh, Arkos, oh sorry, I yes, now I I've been saying your name wrong, my guy. RKO Sial. Out of nowhere. What are my thoughts on Nick Wright saying Jokic would be the worst MVP in the last 35 years? My thoughts on this, Nick Wright, if you listen to this, what are you fucking talking about? You absolute dickhead. Like that guy has that guy just baffs shit takes every day. One of the most ridiculous things I've ever said. Not I've ever said what he's ever said. And that's that's a pretty low bar. Absolutely ridiculous shit. And that's why I tweeted that out today. That The MVP debate is so tiresome when you got wankers like that going out there and saying the most dumbest shit I've ever heard. Real one, I mean, yes, Lowry is a drop. Who is a block streamer? Hey, if Goga plays, he's a block streamer. Are the Spurs giving up on a playoff run? I don't think they're giving up. They're just tired. They've lost their best player. Maximum Derek and other teams are just better than them. I don't think they're giving up. They're just getting beaten by better teams. Like that's, I think that's as simple as that. And when they're down thirty at half time, then they say, "Yeah, these guys have been absolutely rooted. So we're not going to extend them or push them any further." But that they are not giving up. They are just um, dealing with the realities of the situation. Um. All right. I think we might wrap that up now because that is a long, long podcast, guys. Don't forget, follow this podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, and on YouTube. Thumb me up. Ring the bell. Give it a little flick. It makes a noise. Just like that. Drop your comments down below as well. Guys, we are done here. We are going to have live mailbags next week. We're going to have them going all through the off season as well. Who knows how many people will be there, but we're still going to do them. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.